Welcome to Love Lighthouse Podcast. Today there are two different recordings. This is a large recording today. Um, so it's got part one, part two. These are from two different broadcasts that took place on Facebook. And in some areas of part two, there are connecting points to part one. Thank you so much. You're very welcome here, all of you of good intent. Many blessings and let's listen to this broadcast. It is non-time or date specific, so do enjoy. Thank you. Okay, so welcome to this page. Um, here I am, I'm going to be doing a broadcast, God willing, this will just continue on as long as required in God. And yes, so welcome to the video, welcome also to Love Lighthouse podcast. Um, that is my little podcast broadcasting uh, place there as well, so you can go over to Love Lighthouse for that. Um, as you can see today, I have a little bit of a different background and all the rest of it. I've got lots going on and I am going to be looking forward to celebrating Simple Supper for my father coming up on the 25th of January 2023. So I hope that you're all looking forward to that. Simple Supper is going to be amazing. It's going to be focused on, obviously, um, all that I can be thankful for from my father, which is a lot, a lot of wisdom in God and being able to walk through in that wisdom in the Holy Spirit, which is basically the righteousness of Christ and just naturally living life without having to overanalyze anything, without having to really kind of like overthink, just to be able to live life and to walk through um, as someone that believes in God is something of a gift from my own lineage, the royal lineage of Semple through my father. So I'm going to be celebrating him on the 25th of January this year. It is a huge, tremendous day for the entire nation, for all the nations around the world, the 25th of January. And 2023, we're really going to be focusing on him rather than as opposed to uh, just Robert Burns, as we can see up there, our character that we often link to. Um, but this year, I'm going to be linking to a really amazing man here. Now he's in this um, picture and I want to just show you um, this closely. So where is he? Here he is. Here, that is my father, um, right there. It's so important when we talk about, you know, kingship, kings and all the rest of it, people that are put in a position like this of authority, how the, those that are really um, meant to be in that position of authority, as in like, you know, not just like, you know, all the kind of like sort of fun ideas of potential like people that we can like hold up and say, wow, they're really great. What about the actual real royal lineage? Why is it they are so set apart? What is it that makes them so different? And I would say that's the ultimate thing. What I had said at the very beginning, it's the ability to walk through in what is talked about in the scriptures. It's the ability to ultimately accept Christ, to ultimately accept God from within. Now, 
I am going to talk about a Scottish word as my father was Scottish, is Scottish, and there was this particular word that came up and oh my gosh, I was just thinking when I was showing you that there, I should probably show you this way because I've actually put the camera the right way for you. Um, so I'm just gonna see if I can show you there. There he is, there. Okay, so he's there getting everything ready for everybody. Okay, so he's untying um, which would be a rope here, which is probably connecting onto the side, as we can see, and there are ropes there that are connected. So he's doing all that whilst everyone is down at the front. He's keeping them all safe, as you can see. And there's lookouts at the top as well, above the ship before he set sail with everybody. So you can see that he's thinking about everyone, keeping them all safe there. And he is doing the kind of the heavy um, work at the front. Um, I'm going to get back to this now. As he was Scottish, one of the words that he would say, and give you a Scottish word for the day, and that is it right there, if you can see, it is the word Ben. So he would often say this word. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, Dad, you know, Father, I am, my name's not Ben. Because I remember him saying to me, Vicky, um, and I think it was something like, bring the salt or put the salt in the kitchen. And I'm like, okay. And so it was explained to me quite earlier on that Ben is a Scottish word that means through. So to put something through, through. And when I actually looked it up online today, it says that it's referring to the innermost part and this is what I really love. How amazing that this word, the Scottish word that my dad would use would come up for today, right? And what it actually really means is through, but also the innermost part. So if you would say like, put that bend the house or bend the house, it means put it through in the innermost part of the house. The innermost part of the house of God is within our soul, within our very heart and soul, but most importantly, our soul within us. That is where we're to accept Christ. Ben, 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 through, in the innermost glory to God, through <laughs> James Black Easdale Semple, glory. All right, so I want to pop that up as our word. There we go, it's going up there. I'm loving it. So I'm gonna be sharing some different ideas over the next few days and weeks as we lead up to Semple Supper, where I really glorify God by um, speaking about James Semple and what he has done for me and then therefore for this world. Now, everybody um, also thinks and links this to Robert Burns. Well, this is important as well. And we're going to do some different things to do with Robert Burns too. I'm also gonna be having some poetry. I might try to perform Tia Haggis. I don't know. I'll, let's see if I can do it now. Let's see if I can do it. Do a Haggis. <laughs> right, let's see. I'm going to get up on here and see if I can start practicing. And maybe if you're watching, you can practice with me too. Let us see. Now, 
I love, I just absolutely love that coming through today about Ben. And of course, it's reminding me of the horse Ben too. Okay, so let's get to to a haggis. Oh, you my Robert Burns. Okay, and so this character that we have, we talk about, so we do a big celebration of of this every year. But really, I want to make sure that you know it is the real person um, in terms of the king that we need to really put in the rightful possession for this day and that is my father my father in heaven so god every day but on that day as well because god gifted me with my earth and father of james sample so i'm gonna see if we can get addressed to haggis as well because obviously burns night and these traditions that we also have are very important okay for by your honest sonsy face great chieftain all oh, the pudding race i boon the ma you take your place Pange, tripe, or therm. Weel, are you wordy, o' oh, grace, as lang's my earn. The groaning trencher, there you fill, your hurdies like a distant hill. Your pin would help to mend a melon time o' need, while through your pores the dews distill like amber bead. His knife, see so rustic, labours deft, and cut you up where ready slipped, trenching your gushing entrails breath like ony ditch. Oh, and then, oh, what a glorious sight. Warm, reeking, rich. Then horn for horn, they stretch and strive. Deal take the hindmost on they drive. To lather wheel, swelled kites belive, are bent like drums. The algid men mislink to rive, bethank it hums. Is there that our his French ragout or olio that would stow a sue or fricassee that would mack or spew with perfect sconner looks doon with sneering scorn for viewing sick at dinner? Poor deal, see him out as trash, as speckless as a withered rash, his spindle shank a good whip lash, his neave a knit through bloody flood or field to dash? Oh, how unfit! But mark the rasp stick. Haggis fed, the trembling earth resounds heads tread, clapping his wally neva blade, and he'll mack it whistle, and legs and arms and heat swell sned like taps of thistle. Ye powers wha mack mankind your care, and dish them out their bill of fear. Old Scotland wants nae skinkin' wear that jops and luggies, but if ye wish her grateful prayer, gie her a haggis. Give us a haggis. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, yummy, yummy, yummy. I am telling you in my tummy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the flesh desires its higgis. The flesh desires its higgis. The more we're getting along to the 25th of January. Oh, the flesh desires its higgis. 10.44. Now that'll be... <laughs> oh, my gosh, that'll be quoted. <laughs> Oh, the flesh desires its higgis. The flesh desires its higgis. As soon as we get to the 25th, the flesh desires its higgis. And it's coming along fair quick and real. 
it's coming along, it's coming. Oh, it's coming along, the 25th of January, it's coming along, it's coming. Oh my goodness, I want a haggis. Gimme, gimme a haggis. Oh, Scotland wants nice skinking wear. Just if you want our great for prayer, just give me a haggis. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> All right, I'm really like hungry for a haggis right now, everybody. I don't know where you come from in the world, but I feel hungry for a haggis. I feel hungry for a haggis. Oh my gosh. Can I do another year of veggie haggis? Or am I just gonna have to break through? Somehow I have to have this final breakthrough. Yes. I wonder if I'm gonna have to have an actual real haggis. Oh my gosh. God help me. I, I pray whatever it is, God shows me the right way to go with it. Okay. So welcome everybody once again, whenever you're getting this, whenever you're coming to it today, um, this is me just um, having a little bit of time here with you all. And I'm drawing to 14. Ooh. <gasps> and the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. Okay. And it goes on. So we're in Ezekiel. And they went, everyone, straight forward. Whether the spirit was to go, they went. And they turned not when they went. Okay. All right. So it's just talking about being led by the spirit. And I feel like every creature under the sun is always guided no matter where they think they're facing on this earth because the earth is a sphere, it's not flat. And as this position of the earth, whatever it is, wherever you are, it's always a connection. And, and this is about looking beyond timelines as well. It's interesting that, you know, no matter when, for example, you come to this, it's the connection and the timing that's right for you. You're still gonna feel it in the ether no matter where you are in the world. Some people are gonna be asleep at certain times and then they get up and then they'll get this at another time or another part of the day. But at the moment, this is Sunday on the time of recording. This is Sunday the 15th of January, 2023. Mm. Okay. Should I tell you a little bit about what I was actually um, saying to you when I was doing the address to the haggis? Okay, so it's saying, good luck to you and your honest plump face, great chieftain of the sausage race. Above them all you take your place, stomach triper intestines. Well are you worthy of a grace as long as my arm. The groaning trencher there you fill your <clears throat> buttocks like a distant hill. Your pin would help to mend a melon time of need. While through your pores the juice distilled like amber beads, so it's just talking about like um, whiskey, okay? Um, his nicey rustic labour wipe, um, so dicht is to wipe, so probably like on the clothes or something like that, or on his side of it, do you know what I mean? Whatever they're wearing, maybe the side of the kilt or something like that, just giving it a dicht means giving it a wipe, cleaning it, making sure it is ready for its purpose that it's about to fulfil and that is to cut this haggis up. So 
um, it cuts, it's been cut up and then because of this, the trencher that it's in um, is also um, seeing all these gushing entrails bright like any ditch. So it's like a ditch. It's becoming um, almost like a puddle with, you know what I mean, of all of the different dew that's coming out of it. And of course, it's going to be warm, so there's going to be steam coming up. So as it's reeking up, you're smelling all of this. Is the, It's a sausage, so it's obviously encapsulated in that skin. And it, as it's cut forth, yes, all of the juice sort of pouring out and the steam as well is wafting around. So you can smell it. It's reeking and rich. And then all that steam, when it's ready, because it's been cut up, it's ready to serve. So then it's talking about spoon for spoon, so horn for horn, okay, they stretch and they strive. The devil is on the hindmost on the drive. So it's almost like the devil's chasing them on the drive. It's like, oh, they can't, they can't get enough of it. We love it so much. It's like, oh my goodness, this is so, so good. You're so hungry for it. It's just so tasty. And uh, it, it actually really, really is, okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so, um, because of that, because they love it so much when they're eating it, it's, it is, it looks as if they're almost like, there's some other reason for why they're going so, so fast. And that's why they say it must be like the devil behind them is driving them on. Um, and because of this, uh, some people with the actual digestive system, because it's so good, it's difficult to maintain one's, um, sense of just you know being able to kind of wait about it it's like it's just too good it's like such a glory that people don't often they can find it difficult to just slow down and that impacts obviously the way that your body like manifests and how it like um <laughs> how it does um you know all these different things like make a burp or something like that so that's what it's talking about when it says um that you know, their their kites are, are bent like drums. It's meaning their stomachs are bent. So it's like putting a real um, thickness or, you know how like a drum has to be really tight. So their stomachs are tightening because it's like there's so much they're eating um, and it's really filling them up. Um, and so obviously with that, you know, it's like they're fit to burst almost. And then they make these hums. And so when he says grateful hums, he just means that they're grateful for what they're actually consuming, for what they're eating. And instead of looking at it as in they're doing it out of just, you know, being disgusting or, you know, they're being rude, they're not being rude on purpose. It's just, they're so thankful for it. And uh, they don't want to waste it and they really love it so much that they, it just happens without them meaning to sometimes. So that's why it's talking about that. Now it then goes on to talk about French ragout or oleos. It talks about, okay, there's going to be some people that will want a dainty dish of something that even looks really good. And so that's why he then refers to this French ragout that some will be having. You know, you see some people eating these really dainty dishes, a French ragout or an oleo, a bit that would sicken a sou, a sow, so sicken even a pig, right? Um, or fricassee that would make someone vomit with perfect disgust. 
but they look down with sneering, scornful view on this type of dinner. Poor devil, it says here, see him over his trash, as feeble as a withered rash, his thin legs a good whip lash, his fist a nut, through bloody flood or field to dash, oh how unfit. So what it's saying is, is that although these kind of things, and I think this is probably what it's going to be, or perhaps it could be seen as um, the person that might have a really dainty kind of otherwise posh dish might see this as, oh look at that trash, but this I think is more like the person that's eating the haggis that's thinking of um, those that are eating such a dainty dish as being trash, well it's not really doing any good for them uh, as much as this really kind of big haggis dinner is doing for them, it's really filling them up and so they're seeing these others as being um, withered and you know just so unfit like like Imagine if someone like that is eating such a dainty dish was to be called into the field to, you know, go through battle or whatever, you know, if these men were called into battle, how would they actually fare up? And then it goes on to describe the rustic Scottish Scotland haggis fed and that, you know, the earth actually trembles when, you know, it resounds his tread. Um, clap in his ample it's his wally neve, his fist, okay, a blade, so a blade, and he'll make it whistle, and legs and arms and heads will come off like the tops of a thistle. Like the heads of a thistle, just so quick, it's just, he's so strong. Um, and so then it goes on to say, your powers, who would make mankind your care and dish them out their bill of fare? So dishing them out what's due to them, giving them their food, their grain, whatever it is they're giving. If you want Scotland to be thankful, don't give them out just rubbish or something just, you know, I get superficial is coming up. You've got to really give them something that matters. And this is how when you think of air, for the people that come from air, Robert Burns would say, all day are when a narrow tune surpasses for honest men and bonny lasses, it's authenticity. Now, I'm not saying that that means that every single person that is in this town is of that, because not every single one of them are from here. And there are people that don't come from here that actually feel aligned to this and they will come into here but there's some that will come into here that don't have that aligned they're not they're not like that there's something else going on in, in the water right but um for the real ones they won't have anything in terms of anything watery don't give them any watery stuff here's what you drink of water of course water is good for you but you know what I mean it means like watered down or something like that in terms of what they're eating um, in terms of what they're consuming as well so everything's got to be really authentic and this is what makes a good king as well so this is why from this land okay is where this comes from best so you powers who make mankind your care and dish them out their bill of fare what they're due Old Scotland wants no watery stuff that splashes in small wooden dishes, but if you wish her grateful prayer, give 
her that means Scotland at Haggis and so anyone that aligns with that um, give them something real and meaty whatever it is and make sure that it's going to fill them up that it's going to nurture them and that is what I do when I'm working with the word now obviously I'm pretty slight but I am very strong I'm a woman and obviously as we talked about this earlier on I mentioned how there's this importance of <clears throat> understanding my authority and I know that there are some strange weirdos as we said that had been out there that would uh, like to try and or would have in the past like to have tried to just water it down but we won't be having that we will not be having that the people will not be having that and they deserve more now obviously we we named those types of people and it was named all by a, a particular um, person from an organization and I was like, oh, we don't know. We need to kind of work these things out. And then it came through in the Holy Spirit. Yes, that is true. That is right. So um, it became apparent that there was a certain type of person. And I had made a very important announcement that that type of person wasn't welcome here in this town, near me, on my page, in the United Kingdom or any of the surrounding um, places and I feel called back to that because as I said that there it was hitting on 2442 very important um and you know the next day which was yesterday I made that announcement on Friday and then by the Saturday I happened to go into town and I saw someone getting their passport and I heard other people talking about people that had got their passports and so what I mentioned was, is that obviously through being called in the Holy Spirit, that if there are any people that feel, because I am a servant, right? I'm a servant of God. If there are any people that feel like, you know, they're unable, that they don't feel capable to serve or whatever else it might be, that they too leave, that they be set free because no one should ever feel like they're doing something that they're not capable of doing. No one should ever feel put in a position like that. And so they should go free. But I also said that definitely um, in another way, so that was one thing. But then obviously I said, I am going to be doing that God willing forever. That's not gonna ever end for me. So God willing, I will do it to the best of my ability and I will continue to do that. I'm not gonna change. I'm always gonna be a servant of God. But there's more to it than that. It's closer than just a servant. No, it's so much closer. That's just one description, one way of describing. Um, and I also stated as well that obviously on the other end of that, there were those that were definitely not welcome. And I said that was like, um, no paedophiles were welcome. In other words, I, and I was like, where did this, how did this person come up with this? I'm like, how does he know that about that person? How does he know that about the person that had been fixating on me? And it became clear. It was that he was trying to diminish this authority that I had been given in God. And he wanted to see me as lower than that, um, despite what God wanted um, and all the other, uh, many other things that went with it. And so 
you know, because I thought, well, I'm a grown woman here. I'm a very strong woman. So that's one thing to watch is like, you know, particularly for a woman, it's not like I'm expecting to be like a man. I do not expect that. But I do encircle a man. I do encircle the Christ. So there's different ways that I'm going to present. I am going to be very strong, but I'm obviously a woman overall within that. But I'm a strong woman and a grown woman. And so anyone that would like to see any different is definitely not welcome in this country or on my page or in the surrounding countries in this United Kingdom because that's what it is. It's a kingdom. But it's the kingdom through a queen who is serving in that capacity. And it's only one that is able to do so, to encircle a king and have therefore the wholeness of unity with both feminine and masculine. It's vitally important for the country and the countries surrounding. So uh, that's been said. It was interesting to see, you know, people getting their passports. And of course, with that, there's also going to be an influx of people that are wanting to serve, that are ready to serve, and that are vibrant in that. And so there's lots of people that have been drawn to this page. Thank you so much for your love and your support um, here and uh, your links and all of your, just your good prayers as well. Thank you so much for all of that. I've been noticing so many of you coming um, in this time. So you're very much welcome and all blessings as well to all of you coming of good intent here. Thank you so much. And thank you that you obviously agree with me about these different points that I'm making about the values for our country and our surrounding countries. And it's really values for the world, to be honest with you, because every part of the world is important. So when I'm saying that, I'm thinking quite healthy, self-centered, but I care about everybody throughout the world. These people aren't really accepted, really are acceptable anywhere in the world because we don't want, think of it, if you have children, if you have offspring and if they go to any part of the world, you don't want them going to some place and these people that I've said, you know what I mean, you're not welcome. You don't want them being there either. All children, all people are important. So we don't really, you know, there's not really a place for, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for agreeing with me on these principles, on these very important values. Thank you for those of you that believe in that, that are coming into our country, that are coming in, that uh, really want to uphold those necessary values. Thank you so very much for coming here on my page and for coming and supporting and coming into the country as well. Um, Because obviously as people go out, there's others that need to come in. When people aren't ready to serve, others are ready to come in. And so that's vitally important. Where there's people that have been untoward that are going out, there's people that are of good value and understand these principles I hold coming in. So you're very, very welcome. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to have a wee look at some of the scriptures here as well. This is going to be meaty. We've got 3033 coming up there on the clocks not long past. Just going to show you in terms of... Um, you know, the, let me see. I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show you this way, right? So that you can actually see, okay? Because I've turned around this time the actual camera. 
and that's impact and everything. Okay, so let's get on with this scripture here. Very, very meaty indeed. Um, I'm getting called to two, so this is a lovely place in scripture, but let's see. Chapter two and two. Hmm. Oh, okay. Taxing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people are going to be wondering about taxing and taxes. Um, I'm so thankful for the tithes. I'm really, really, uh, you know, this is part of uh, who I am. And um, when, when we do give in whichever capacity it is that people are giving in, these go and they help to further the entire kingdom. And it states here about that. So, and this taxing was first made when Cyrenius or Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Okay. Caesarea was coming up as well there for some reason when I was reading that and we'll, we'll look at that at another point. Okay, so that's what's coming up as well. Um, yeah, there are obviously, there are different ways in which we're all giving. And when people are coming in and obviously they're not putting their heads obviously above the pulpit and aren't in that position where they're having to give the fullness of themselves like this in this um, meaty way, but they're doing other meaty projects and they're giving to the country and to us in, in many different ways. They're getting paid as well. They're getting an actual financial benefit of a, a payment too. And from that payment that they're getting, they're then giving taxes. And this is one of our values here within the United Kingdom is that when you are gifted with this uh, abundance of wealth and whatever your job is that you have chosen to do. Now, obviously the, the job that I have been called to is to place God first. So God's my overall master. There's no one else in terms of God is my master. And that is a big, big responsibility to, to take on board. But obviously these other lesser responsibilities or where people aren't you know, having just God, there's other different bosses and for this, they are also gaining an income of a financial kind. They're then blessing um, as they know is fitting and right to the country for the overall picture of it to have this good structure so that we can do different things overall and maintain the country. Whatever it might be, it can be things like, listen, last night we had this tremendous wind and all the rest of it going on, right? So God blessed us with this beautiful surge of weather. And we've also had floods and things like that. So when taxes and things are paid, um, there's also this ability to start putting together resources that then help the entirety of the land, all of the different people in the land. And of course, the needs might be more in one part of the land um, than another at different times, but it will all balance itself out. So that's why the giving of taxes is really important to be able to give out of that 
um, beautiful abundance of financial reward that you're receiving for the gift of actually taking on you know lesser responsibility but nevertheless um, still very important responsibilities in the jobs that you are doing and gaining that financial reward from it too. So thank you to all those of you that do that. It's vitally important that we keep um, to that as long as God is asking for that. And I believe that because this is coming up here, it's been asked for and it's something that we need to discuss. So thank you very much um, because obviously uh, Dumfries, I was informed that that had quite a bit of an impact and obviously um, monies go to towards helping out different parts of the country such as Dumfries and so you can think about things like sandbags all the rest of it where do these come from how how long does it take to make these things and then the people in place to go and put them in the places they need to perhaps if there needs to be like pumping of water out and away from certain areas where does that come from where do the resources come from so you see the bigger picture of why these are really important and it's it's not just things like that it's the ability to obviously continue on as well to do things like this on my part to be able to have that connection continuing on, although it was still continue on in um, and through prayer, and that just it just is going to happen. It's never going to stop. Um, it's always going to happen through that way anyway. Even if I'm online or not, that is still the sovereignty still works um, and still continues. But this is um, another meaty way of doing this and giving out more in an extra manner. So I'm having a look here just for weather advisory and we're apparently okay here in air. Seven degrees centigrade today, going along throughout the day. So we've got some rain here or there, but nothing uh, too much to write home about. Or right, I say right home about, we're in the home. London though, weather exactly when city set to be hit by a huge blob of snow um, with cold weather warning in place. Okay, so some parts further down south look like they're having a snow warning. Two hours ago, the Met Office issued snow warning to London and other regions as the UK to be blanketed in hours. So some parts of you um, there are set to have quite a bit of, of snow and ice. So please be careful. I don't know where or which parts of um, the world that you're in, but I'm seeing here there's parts of Ireland that are covered with rain at the moment as we speak. Wintry showers are expected to develop across Northern Ireland, Wales and Western England. Okay, so again, we here in this part of Scotland aren't obviously requiring certain resources like that, but these other different places um, at the moment will be needing these resources um, to help make sure that, you know, any damage from flooding is um, prevented or reduced at least and if there happens to be any damage that couldn't be solved then it is fixed really quickly um, and uh, that's vitally important. I mean even here we we will have um, need in terms of you know there were some signs some things um, strewn about by the wind last night um, I did get in a vision that there were uh, trees that were placed um, over. I just want to show you this right now 1441 here it's really important okay so 
I want to have a look at 14 as well in here. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. Beautiful. Um, it's 41, and it came to pass um, that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory to God. Jesus. Right. Let's look here. So, um, I want to look, see, apparently cheese did come down in and around error, it was reported, but I could, I could just see it last night in vision, a vision came to me of a tree or so coming down. Um, hope everything's okay. And that was back in 2022. I don't know. I don't know if there's any news on that at the moment. Um, I don't want any time. I want the past 24 hours. No. Something coming up about deer overrunning the countryside. Mm. There's something coming up here about um, it's like Queensland, so it sounds like, you know, in Australia, three women rescued from floodwaters with severe weather yet to peak for north and central Queensland. But nothing coming up about deer in the past 24 hours. Um, Yeah, I heard that there's been a lot going on over in um, America in particular. Obviously, this is where it kind of started from was like some parts of America were seeing like really um, bad problems uh, with severe weather over there. And then it kind of came over here, you know, just after Christmas. I mean, before Christmas, we had like extreme, like, you know, it was like, apparently I was in waters that were minus eight, maybe even more than, less than that, meaning more cold um, at times. But um, certainly after Christmas and stuff, the the rain was torrential. I've never seen anything like it. And that was coming off the back of what was happening over in America. Um, and that wind last night was something else. But I can't see anything here coming up online with regards to that so far um, in terms of closer to home here but that's what the vision was um, coming to me as is that there was like a tree coming down I saw that anyway so I don't know if that's happened where you are if you know of that or if you've heard of it um, but I hope that you're okay and that you're safe and well and you know I was praying for people that they would be safe and well and they would accept that blessing and um, I want to also make a prayer today for those that are suffering any health conditions um i talked about people that were in grief or that could be suffering any kind of grieving problems and we discussed that the other night and i asked if all people could please pray together for those types of people um i'd ask now in particular that you pray for those that are going through any health problems 
um, particularly those people that, you know, want to do the best, that are actually, you know, of goodwill, because it says here, and this is one that we read just recently. <clears throat> and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was um, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So I want to, to talk about this goodwill and that we pray for people that have got health problems, that they are alleviated from any bad health problems and that instead they can start to actually give testimony and give thanks and then notice the blessings of their life um, and be able to to praise God for that, that that would be something that would be noticeable. Um, so let's please pray together for that, um, that people who are suffering any health problems begin to be comforted or feel comfort from God and that they will accept this. Of course, we can't push anyone's will to accept and not everybody's going to be of God or want to be of God. So we cannot push health upon anyone, but we pray that they would accept it and come closer to God. And as they do, they will start to see blessings in their life of good health and be able to focus more on that and give testimony, bear witness to that instead, instead of saying, oh my gosh, this and this and this, which is part of the healing process, but that they will begin to continue to give thanks for the blessings of health over their life. So, I mean, this happened like on Friday, I explained that, you know, that time of the month I was really in a lot of pain and I could barely get up but before that I had been watching and listening to some spiritualists no not because I'm seeking direction from them I do not do that I don't seek direction from any spiritualists I just find it interesting I'm also healing them and I give prayer for them and sometimes I do find them funny and I care for all people and it's important to uh, even to care for the enemy so vitally important uh, some of us are called with that duty to do that but no not to look to them never never ever ever never right um now a lot of spiritualists actually have the propensity the ability they will in the future grow in their ability to prophesy there are many spiritualists that are um able to receive spiritual understanding and they have that sensitivity but obviously, if they don't have God, they're not really getting the Holy Spirit, so they don't really have a reliable source and they need to be set free of that. Okay, so for example, when I had this thought of listening to one of those people, it was like God would just not have it. It was like, no, it felt sickening. Like I literally couldn't, I felt so sick at the thought of it. Okay, that's the kind of level of stuff that they would you know, generally come up with. It was sickening on that day to think of it and that was God also putting me in my place and saying no you and me first I know you want to help or you want to listen you want you care about these people but no you and me first and you're not going to do anything in fact you'll be so like um, put off by it that you won't be able to you'll only be able to put yourself in me first and he had me bound into a state of relaxation that I couldn't even listen 
to anything let alone do very much on that day and in that moment God took me to himself I had no other (laughs) no other choice and so I had to put myself first with God and in that time I began to thrive in the presence of the Holy Spirit and my entire self began to heal in that moment even more so but the gift of even having menstruation was a blessing and even that pain for that moment in time was a blessing in that it set me aside away from all the giving that I'd been doing in order to receive and fill my own cup up <laughs> I'm like to fill this one up with more water and that was such um, a blessing to me and of course then therefore to others as well. Right then, so
Uh, right, this is part two. <coughs> I'm going to go on that of, you know, not watering things down. So as much as possible, oh, some things are going to have to, you know, to be sensitive. Mm. Um, I want to kind of give as much fullness as I possibly can of different things. In the past video, just that one most recently, you will get to hear so much. There's a lot on the values of this, um, of the kingdom, of the town, but it also goes out not just to talk about Scotland, but the other countries as well, and the care that we have for different people. It talks about how, you know, in an earlier post I got, I had to really make it clear what was acceptable, what kind of people and values were accepted and what wasn't. Um, when something was brought to light through this member of an organisation who made a statement about someone that had been, and I'm going to explain this because it's important that people do um, be attentive towards me. It is vital, obviously. So attention, good attention, positive attention to work together to build is vital. So I'm not negating that or saying there's anything wrong with that but it had been a negative fixation that someone had had over me with regards to my power in Christ and that Christ had given me and they didn't like that and so someone had said that they were basically a paedophile and I had said that is not allowed here um at first I didn't know how he got it, it was like how do you get that and then I realized and um and then it also came through in the Holy Spirit that he was now um, I made it very clear that's not acceptable in this country. It's not acceptable in any of the surrounding countries. And I'm so thankful for all your values, for you agreeing with that. I'm thankful as well that despite people leaving the country as a result of these things, there are good people that are coming in that are ready to serve as well. So people, it wasn't just people like that. It was also people that weren't ready or able to serve. But if you think about it, other people that, you know, have tried to maybe like fixate me in that negative way that aren't capable themselves that try to have tried to diminish me, they possibly are going to have attributes like that if they can't, you know what I mean? They're not able to serve. It's probably because of their lack of capability and their focus and wanting others to be, um, you know what I mean, like that or me like that. And then that, I mean, I it's so obvious, isn't it? But I did not... I did not understand or see that at the time that, you know, many of them, that is what, you know, they will be. Mm. Anyway, um, so I wanted to talk about that. I also talked about taxes. Taxes came up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not plan to talk about that in a human form, but it came through in the Holy Spirit with the scriptures as we saw. So we talked about that as well. And where that all goes to, um, we talked about Robert Burns, but the importance of putting my father first. Now, I think this is so important of putting God first, ultimately, overall. And of course, being thankful for the gift of my father who was born on that day, the 25th of January. And um, the fact that he's a gift from God for me. And the first real understanding of kingship and the best that I've ever known. Um, or the beloved we know perhaps, right? You know, God himself, obviously, but um, in terms of like a real life person, then that's the best that I have had and will ever know. Now, um, of course, you know, things could change with regards to what God calls me to. If I'm called to marry, then, you know, this may see some sort of like understanding of a man in that format of being kingly. Um, but that is the only type of person that I would ever entertain, no one less than that. I'm not looking 
to be going around dating jesters or, you know, court jesters or all the rest of it. I even had them try to, like, you know, get in touch as well. Like, thankful for the laughs and jokes, but no. <laughs> not, not when it comes to a husband, but thank you. Um, much love. But you never know. People can, you know, change and evolve and stuff like that. So, um, let's get back to this. So, let's see what else is coming up as well. Because I really want to go and... Ah, that's what it was. So, no watering down. So... <clears throat> Yesterday we were we were all kind of like standing there as I say and um, in the post office. So I like to do really down to earth things. So I was in the post office, there was a whole bunch of people there. I love being around the people, right? And of course there are various different people. We talked about the passport situation, like wondering is this after the announcement kind of thing, you know, possibly, um, interestingly. Um, and then... I was also listening to other people's conversation. I couldn't help it. They were just, it was in the air, it was happening, right? And so they were saying different things. And one of them said something about our town and I was so angry. Uh, I was happy with them, you know, all the way along until they said this. So I'm not gonna water it down, but you know, it's an interesting thing, but the little ones were looking at something. I don't know if it was cards or something like that. And they were like, I hope it's not a scam. And it's like, I don't know if it's like gift cards or something. I said, I hope something about it being a scam or not. Hope it's not a scam and somebody gets that or something. And then their parents said something to the, something to the effect of everybody scams everybody in this town. I was fuming. How dare they say that? Now, obviously caring about the children that are there, I am not going to turn it around. And do you know what I mean? I'm gonna be obviously calm, which I was calm. I'm gonna be collected, but they're gonna know, the adults are gonna know, I am not happy with what they have just said. Speak for yourself, but you do not speak about the rest of my town or my people like that ever. Get it? You're not welcome. If that is the way that you live your life and that's the way that you think about my town, get the hell out of it. That's the way that you think about my country, my people, get the hell out of it. That's the way that you think about yourself and my country, the countries in the surrounding area, get the hell out of it because that is not the truth. There are so many good people in this particular, as Robert Burns said, when Neratun surpasses for honest men and bonny lasses, I said to you, not, maybe not every single one might be like that because not all of them are um, genuinely coming from here. There are good people that come from out with that align with that, that are um, as if they were coming from that alignment in, that, in this place. But I know, yes, just like the people that said that in that queue yesterday in the post office, that there are people that are likely going to be like that and then they think, you know, everyone else. No, not everyone else is like that. How dare you? I'm so angry. If you get a chance to watch this now, because your children can't watch this, I'm telling you, don't you ever speak about my people like that ever again. I was fuming. So I'm not going to water that down. I was literally fuming. Literally. And I'm telling you, see from then, see the wind that picked up out here. I'm just like, not going to, I'm not joking. I don't know if you live nearby here or not that are coming in to join us. We had the most tremendous uh, gales going on last night. And it was right after that, I just stormed out the place. 
I mean, I was really thankful um, to the people that obviously were working there and all the other people and everybody that was there, but I was really annoyed with what that person said, really. And obviously I was like, so that's me saying what I need to say now. And it's very clear, it's very out in the open, but obviously it's in respect and caring about um, the the wider environment, which it wouldn't have been the right time to do that there. Could have probably said something in a way, but I'm saying it now because this way it's put out uh, even further <laughs> in, in this mode and it makes it very clear what my values are, what this um, community's values are. If you think that way about our community and you think that about yourself, just go away, okay? Because that's not what this town is about that's not what the people are about at all so if you have experienced that with some of the people in this town that does not mean say the whole town is like that and if you're like that again it doesn't mean say the whole town is like that um yes as we mentioned there are some strange folk that may have come in to here that are that have been weird that does not mean to say that's the basis for our actual actuality um, so yeah, if you're feeling that's your basis, you can get lost. Cute. Right, that's that. Um, again, sometimes people can say things in an over-exaggerated way like, oh, there were tons of this, and it just means a lot. It doesn't mean literally tons, okay? So I understand that some people can say that as in like when they're feeling overwhelmed, perhaps you said that and you were feeling overwhelmed by the experiences that you had um, and that's why you said that. So understand that there could hopefully be some sort of reconciliation on that and if there is then that's great but if not and if you genuinely think that about everybody here I, honestly I, I just would not be here if that were you. So that's what I have to say about that. Um, is there anything else? Apparently so. Apparently so. Oh, I talked about um, praying for people and their health and their overall health. And so I wanted to do that. I wanted people to be able to like be talking about their blessings more. And I was praying for a particular friend that had been going through stuff and I thought, you know, there's so much that we could be thankful for and they agreed as well you know we're a friendship for sure and you know much of the way that we've been brought up thank goodness like i think that there's so many people that we've heard about that you know they've they've had so many problems with things like you know substance abuse or drugs and and losing life and things and i just think it's been awful to hear of these things and sometimes when people hear me coming um, down quite swiftly or hard about this topic, that's why. It's because it's taken so many people's lives and so many good people as well. And as I said, I understand not everybody does that on purpose and, you know, or just bless them, bless their souls. Um, like some of them don't know, some of them have it in their system. But there are those that are just gluttonous and that's what makes me most angry because they've got no excuse or just it just gluttony or selfishness that they're doing things like that for and that's what I really can't stand. I really can't. I can have empathy for those that, you know, have grown up with stuff in their system 
and that's you know why it's the other propensity for these things but or you know big stars that have had problems with things like that and it's been passed down through DNA or generations or things and it's a shame you know but for normal everyday people especially when they're just been gluttonous like I can't and they've got no reason I, I just can't stand that I I'm sorry but you have no excuse it's obviously from a point of view of caring about their health as well you think like don't do that like do you know what can happen? It's so dangerous. So thank you for understanding that. Again, that's a big value um, for me that's really important to help keep people safe and healthy. Um, and obviously, like for the general goodness of the communities, the surrounding communities, the country and the countries surrounding. And for Obviously, for the children as well, growing up, you don't want them growing up in towns and communities and places where people are just stoting around off on something that is not on there needs to be something done about that can't it can't continue on and um, there needs to be somewhere for these people to go they can't just be roaming around or staying in the community without any help or support and like causing nonsense and havoc because they've got this gluttonous problem or whether it's gluttony or it is an actual dna thing or something in their their system and um, from before they were born whatever it is they need to get help so let's make a focus of making sure people like that have got support and that that's built on also people that are like you know sitting out in the street and i don't want to overly judge about this but if you know that is the case as i had said before i'm really thankful that there's that consideration now going into place about how to go out to them to help them to make sure that they have somewhere to stay to make sure that they genuinely have a home and you know if they need help that they actually get it rather than them just going out day upon day night upon night and begging on the streets because that is not fair every single person deserves the right to um comfort shelter food to eat and definitely you know their needs um taken care of whether that's health needs or whatever else but no one should feel like they have to sit and beg out on the streets and so getting help and support to these people is vital so thank you for um taking that forward because it looks as if it is taking effect and there don't seem to be as many people doing this anymore and that to me tells me hopefully that that's because good support's been put in place um another thing is um let me see what was what else was coming up Oh yes, so the health thing, so I, that's it. So going back to that, I'm just so blessed that, you know, for my own father, as I say, that he was able to really um, give that proper type of upbringing where <gasps> I knew it was right or wrong and I wasn't allowed to get a look straight. And, you know, he was so caring of me um, I remember actually, I must have been, was it about 17, 18? Quite a bit older and I think I'd been out for a night but I was in, you know, fairly early but it was like too late for him getting um, in his thoughts and he just came storming in and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Calm down, I didn't say that, obviously not. But, um, oh my. 
he was not having it. And I just, I'm so thankful that I had such a caring father that cared about um, where I was going, what I was doing, even as a teenager. You know, he was like on it. Um, and I'm so, so thankful for that, that there was none of this nonsense. Um, again, I would say in terms of like, yeah, he was really good with his food. Like he loved his food. He loved food. Um, so when we're talking about balance and stuff like that, um, uh, but where, when it came to anything like anything dangerous like that he would not uh, it wasn't even a discussion you know substances or things like that it wasn't even a discussion but he even cared about the fact that you know I may be going out partying even just going out to places where they would have alcohol and things like that he was like what on earth so he cared deeply about me and um, made sure that you know I understood his his values and um, what he would put up with and what he wouldn't for the sake of my own health so I give thanks for my own father for that that yeah there was a level of you know allowing a certain extent of things like you know things that would be good for you or could be good for you like healthy like you could have plenty of that good food etc but when it came to other things, um, other substances that would be dangerous or potentially dangerous, there was no room for that with my father. There just wasn't any room for that. It wasn't, it was just not ever gonna be on. I wouldn't have even considered it. I didn't, and I'm so thankful for him for that upbringing. Now, so he was a, a, a great leader in that way. I'm very, very thankful. With regards to um, health and what I can say, you know, there's things, as I say, that I've been through and I was I was talking about that earlier on that, you know, I had this menstruation pain, menstrual pain, right? And it lifted the more that I thought and went into communion with God. So I'm vitally thankful for communion with God and even for what that pain has brought me to. But thankfully, now I do not have that glory to God. I don't have any pain at all. So I wanted to make that clear because I didn't make it clear earlier on. And I just wanted to say I'm very thankful that I, you know, I'm alleviated from any of that kind of pain. One other thing that happened is swelling. I mean, I do have some um, makeup on over this today, but I have this here on my skin, which is a hormonal thing as well. And it's just a little bit of uh, bumps or uh, blemishes that raise up as my skin becomes more sensitive towards menstruation. I just want to say it's not sore at all and I'm looking after it really well. Like when I don't have a uh, makeup on, I literally have like a full fresh face and I just clean everything really well and I also have access thankfully to different types of creams and treatments as well as most importantly water, healthy water and putting God first. There's nothing more important than God and being in that communion. So making sure there's a healthy maintenance of that. And I got into quite a bit of meditation last night. I was able to hold that down. And that's when I got some of the visions coming up. So I won't water this down either. I'm gonna tell you the truth that um, what happened was is that when I go through my meditation, sometimes what I do is I will I'll go for the meditation, right? I'll, I'll say, look, I'll have this amount of time. Sometimes I don't put a time limit on. And I keep um, some kind of paper now. I don't need to keep it forever, but 
and I maybe have like a pen nearby and when I'm in that meditation I take note of what's coming through in terms of a vision and I was getting visions last night and this was all this wind was going on ever since and I was so annoyed with what that person said but I didn't say anything now I've said it I'm really thankful for that so that's healthy as well but um as I said I could actually like sense like trees coming down and my friend had confirmed that or one of my friends that I'm growing in friendship with had said yeah there are tree trees came down here I was like oh um so that did actually happen apparently I was like where did you hear about that happening he hasn't answered me yet as to where exactly anyway um there's a few things obviously <laughs> one of the first things is like this person that was like I don't know, he's just really nice. Oh my gosh, there's a lovely little seagull up there. I'm not gonna show you, but it just looks so idyllic. Oh, I love, I love where we stay. Seagull up there. Anyway. So pretty. Let's get back to this. So I did, like, I'm not gonna water this down either. Like I saw this person and they're just like, like literally in my face is someone that is attractive. Don't water it down, door it down, door it down. Oh my gosh. Okay. Someone that's all like, I think they stay nearby. And like, I've seen them a few times. A few? Maybe a few times. And I, like, I did not ask for this. I didn't think, I am just going to think about them and think about this. It just like came to me. It was the receipt of it. So don't go thinking, oh my gosh, she thinks this way and like, no, is that chaser or not? No, I, I did not give myself that. I didn't decide to. It came upon me. These visions just come to me. Like sometimes I really don't know where they're coming from, but they're coming to me. And so thankfully with righteousness of God, then I can accept them and talk about them. So yeah, I, that was like one of the first things. Like I just like saw him like kissing me, like passionately kissing me. I'm like, oh my goodness. Anyway, so let's grab on it. Um, right, okay. And then what was the next thing? Um, just certain numbers were coming up as well as being important. I was listening to the wind outside and I, had, I was also thinking about the enemy. Okay, so obviously, like certain people that, that have been weird or, that, you know, that person that said that about everybody in air does this. I'm like, how dare you? I said, I'm thinking about the enemy, in other words. And obviously, it's not just them in human form. It's like the deal, the devil or whatever coming through, right? And then I was thinking about how some just think that... I don't know, I just feel like I've given some people like a lot of chances and I was meditating on this, I'm like, God, I have given some folk so many chances, right? And do some of these folk think they're, I don't know, are they being prideful? Do they think there's something else coming away with things like this? And what came over to me in that moment in time is this, wind was picking up and picking up and it was going wild i could sense god letting me know that 
these people really did not understand. Like they were being, what's a word for it? It's the opposite of, of humble anyway. They were being extremely over confident for the reality, like almost to the point of delusional, dangerously. Thinking that it was okay to treat folk a certain way on purpose. And I just got this that in that point, I could see, like, I think it was not long from then that I could see, like, a tree. Yeah, I saw a tree coming. Um, was it down? And I considered the type of power that God has. And then I thought, those that are doing these awful things or saying awful things, I thought they really don't understand. They think they're sheltered, perhaps, or that they can try to manipulate or impact me or the country or different people. It's like, not. Little do they know was coming through in the meditation with God, like something's brewing. And that, when the wind was picking up like that, I got that sense of like, I'm brewing, not me, but God that is in charge of everything. Like I am brewing something here. I am really like, and I could sense that from God, like God was brewing something. Someone really getting, do you know what I mean? It's like that happens one more time. And so, I got that sense of things. I get other kind of things just coming up as well, like, um, soundproofing, like, rooms and stuff like that off, like, if I'm going to be doing, if I need to do, like, uh, singing or anything, to be able to have good quality sound and everything within the area and all that, and so it's like, why is this coming into mind? Because I'm, you know, obviously involved in serenity. I love singing, but I'm not a professional singer going out there to sing to make a living or anything. Why am I seeing these things? And it was like God was giving me a vision of particular um, resources. And I mean, it was like, it was short, it was like, pictures of kind of like egg-shaped cartons, you know what I mean? It's like a kind of foam that's in that shape. And I was like, oh, I mean, I was getting tons of downloads and meditation from God and I'm like, oh my goodness. So there was that. And then all of a sudden out in like nowhere, I started getting like a vision. There was a vision of this boy, right? And it was like, nobody would know that he was like this, but he was blocking out all the sound and his neighbors weren't aware of it. And the idea of, uh, he was like allowing people to let, he was allowing, letting certain people in that were on the same wavelength, <laughs> which is interesting talking about that, and you know, frequencies and all the rest, music, sound and whatever else, um, and alignment. But people that were, 
thinking the right way or like doing the right thing or in the goodwill of God, right? He was going to be ready to open up and let them in, but nobody really like knew. And it was like he'd been doing this and it was a sense of as well, like, you know, being in the same world as him and like I could see that what he was doing and I saw everything and I was, I did not like realise like you were really like this focused on, you know, your talent, your musicianship, your venture, what you had been called to. There's so many people that are called to their own unique roles in this world. And some of them are through musicianship. And it's really important to them, not just for them, but for the world. Um, but because it is, sometimes they have to like shut out certain aspects of the world to hone that. And that's like what we do in God as well, like when we're you know, having to stay focused there. And so it's such an interesting view. I mean, these people are coming up in my mind and I have always had these visions before and I've never written them, ne well, not really always written them down. Like sometimes it can be so vivid and I'm like, where are these coming from? this person actually exist out there or is this just God giving me a pictorial example of an image to get a message across? I mean, the guy had black hair. I think he was wearing black, short black hair. Um, but he was just so focused. Anyway, I don't know if he exists somewhere. And then I got a vision of two children that were on a bike, on bikes and it was like dark outside and they were meeting up in a neighborhood outside at night. That's all I could see. I mean, it's sometimes it's fleeting. It's like, it just comes over and then that's it. Uh, so that was all, I think. And then I got like a Rottweiler coming onto the scene, like a Rottweiler. Anyway, and then there was this notion of like, oh my gosh, like helping like, you know. I was like, I would love to like, love to look after folks dogs or dogs in general and um, a rottweiler or why 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 did a rottweiler come into this i don't know i don't know why it was a rottweiler for me and um, the type of dog that i've always been drawn to or usually drawn to is like a german shepherd for some reason um, I don't know, they just seem so clever, but yet so beautiful and cute at the same time. Well, some of them can seem cute. Some of them are just very, very wise looking, aren't they? They just seem very, very clever, right? So there's something about them. You just feel like you can trust them. There's something steady, clever, knowledgeable, wise. Anyway, uh, why a Rottweiler was coming up, I think, perhaps because I've had a recent experience um, with a Rottweiler dog along the beach. So, and a lot of people are going to that reel and they're loving it. And they just love that dog for some reason. I think the fact is, is that these dogs have often been portrayed, um, you know, in the media in a certain way. And until you have real life experience and reality with a certain type or, um, breed of dog or animal you don't really really know so when I had that experience with them and their owner she did let me know that the dog could be temperamental but I took my time with them you know I was trusting of God and of them and you know I did say it's a dog friendly enough 
and well, it's already there anyway, so it's gonna be like we're gonna be meeting anyway. Um, and obviously, you see me like getting a treat. I'm absolutely freezing on the beach at that point in time. I'm like trying to, you know, still keep going whilst you know, having hardly anything on and it's freezing cold during winter, but like, you know, it was lovely, such an amazing experience because yes, the dog was just lovely and got a little pat at the end, a little clap on her head. And, and she was a beautiful dog. She just seemed really, I mean, I, I don't want to say cuddly because I don't want like, you know, just anyone going out and cuddling these dogs. You've got to be mindful. I mean, these dogs are very powerful, right? Um, most dogs are. But, I mean, they're, they're not the same as humans. We can't just be like treating them like as if, you know. Um, but obviously, if dogs are brought up around like a small young family, they, they can kind of bond really well and they can get, you know, they can be close and quite protective. But, you know, I don't want to overly encourage, like if there's any younger folk listening to this, to just be like, oh yeah, cuddle you, let's go cuddle, cuddle a Rottweiler today. No, just like be sensitive and mindful and like listen to the adults around you. I think obviously I'm getting more adults are going to be on here anyway than, you know, anyone. Um, but yes, even adults too, like we do, we need to be mindful. So in any case, the Rottweiler did come up again, probably because that was a really um, lovely, just a really nice video there, isn't it? Um, I mean, there's lots of lovely ones with me meeting people and their animals or dogs. So sweet. Um, but anyway, so that was coming up, and then, okay, so I also had this vision of, right, there's a place in air, and there's a gilly do, there's like Enzo's, and there's a tobacconist shop, like, you know what I mean, like along the way, there's the, I don't know, is it the Fulgent Arms or something arms? Um, and there's the Meridian as well nearby, okay? And there's the Twi Dogs as well, okay? That comes from like a Robert Burns poem as well. Anyway, but so, just when we're talking about dogs, but it's like this, you come up this way um, and I was on the side of like where the, the arms that hotel is, it's the Fulton Arms anyway in Meridian. I was on that side and it was just like there and there was like a cat. I mean, think of all these visions that were coming across in this meditation on earth. Anyway, there was a cat that was just about to like walk out onto the road, but it kind of pulled back. And the reason for this was there was this black car coming along the way, but it was coming, it was driving like along as if it was about to like drive along the street where you can't drive along. It's like only like, the traffic's supposed to come along from like, um, like see the Tudor restaurant in and all that, and is it Rollerwoods or um, anyway, and like the cinema over the other side, but there's this kind of wave where, and then there's another corner when it, where it can come around from Goldbraith's, but they all come and they flow, and I don't know what way you're seeing this, but they flow one way, so you can't really have traffic going down that way, it's, it doesn't, it's not allowed, right? Um, Oh God help us now that I've just said that. But anyway, what was happening was, for some reason there was a black car and it had an Italian like little flag sign on the top of it. I'm like, okay. I don't know if it's 
I had this sense of being like something that was going to be going into like service, like it was serving, like maybe like, you know, delivering pizzas or something, but it was going that way. And it was as if it was a way to go through past, you know, the way that it should be going, but past like the arms that then onto the meridian that way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so the cat had to move back. Now I do not know what on earth that was all about or why on earth there was a cat out there. But obviously people, Please don't have cats in the town and don't let them out. If you happen to be doing it like temporary or like short term, like wait until you're somewhere where it's safe. But that was what was coming up. It was really quite something else because the cat was very, very fortunate that it got out of the way right at that time. I don't know why on earth I was getting that vision. Anyway, it did sort of like happen. There was like about 33.33 minutes. So I get the fact the Holy Trinity was on this. So it was like really important, something to do with this point in time in the meditation. Um, there was some, I always have got this vision of like someone with like, <laughs> it was like a bucket and there was something to do with the theme of Superman. And they had like a bucket and a sponge that looked lathered up with soap and they're like shower. I'm like, oh my gosh, they had some notes for someone to shower. Um, but I mean, seriously, like where are all these different things going from? Some of, the, some of them are really serious, obviously with a tree coming down. Some of them are quite funny, like, you know what I mean? So I was like, a guy just standing there like with shower. I was like, ooh, I ended up having a shower later on that night. And it did, it like just, it made me feel like so much more like at ease and things like that. Um, perhaps some of you need to think about taking showers instead of baths. Now, um, this kind of like notion of this coming up, um, especially, you know, when we had seen, like we've been hearing things about different stars sometimes like um there might be normal people out there that have gone through this it may be you know you have had a propensity because your dna or something that was in your system of as we said about the substance thing now obviously people should be getting help for that but make sure you're being careful when you're in warm a uh, water or things like that try and take a shower make sure you don't put in like fully fully hot and uh, make sure you've got like something at the bottom of the shower or if you're in a bath make sure that you've got one of these anti-slip pads at the bottom of it and perhaps even consider like getting other types of like um safety precautions like a button or something somewhere near a shower or a bath um, anywhere that might be like really warm. I'm thinking saunas coming up now. People need to be careful in saunas, but there needs to be a fitting, um, a standard fitting going into people's shower rooms or bathrooms, <clears throat> in hotels, in um, a place that might have a sauna or a steam room that can shut certain things off. Or for example, if someone like was like taking um, a heart or a stroke or some chest kind of pain or something like that they could just and they were in one of these situations they could just hit the button and it releases like the water oh my gosh this is all coming at the one time so something that releases all the water at the one time for their safety 
or if it's like a steam room or a sauna that shuts it off in that moment. Glory to God. Watch, just watch when you're in showers that you're not putting on, you know, make sure that you do it, keep yourself clean and tidy, but make sure that you're being careful and you're thinking mindfully about the variations and the warmth and the slippiness of things. So like get something secure underneath your feet as well. I was getting the um, importance of white and black was something else that was coming across as well as well yeah white and black black and white and the working together because when god is not focused upon um which is everything god is light and dark night and day masculine and feminine and unfortunately what's been happening is is it in certain arenas because of um, Christ before Christ went to, into the glory, there's a lot of talk of just like one side light and then or pitching or pitting one against the other. And sometimes this relates to like um, also race, color and creed and the problems that presents self in the world as well. But it's important for a balance for light and dark and I don't mean that as in like good and evil I just mean light and dark without thinking of it in those ways but taking it right back to the purest sense of um, you know, the beginning and um, with God and how everything was good then so it also comes from a discussion I was having the other night there with someone And what he was talking about was how certain people that don't have gods and that understand only like lower levels of like science and things like that, are they going to witchcraft? Kind of one of two areas that they focus on and it was just like that God's the creator of everything it's far better to have a higher understanding of all these things um, and that is when there's more of a holistic like union so that's what was coming to mind there about the importance of holistic understanding but also could like relate to like i suppose race as well so just i mean absolutely really really obvious things about the weather to just things is what some might say is trivial as someone standing there going on about Superman and looking like Superman. I don't know what Superman came into this for. I don't know if it was like a song that was playing in the background. I mean, this could actually be happening somewhere. 
um, but someone standing there with like a bucket and a sponge and going on about shower. Uh, perhaps some of you need to give your shower or the place that you bathe like more attention. Perhaps there's something that needs to be fixed. Superman's a hero, right? So, but it's also about being safe in there, I would think as well. See, perhaps that's why that came up really quickly. But I do think that, you know, if we look further in depth into this in a more kind of, you know, take these what really seem like very harmless, quite kind of down to earth types of visions and take them into a fuller sense of safety and start to get these um, really important and quite really good ideas in terms of health and safety in these areas and in, into place. That would really help a lot of people, I believe. Um, make sure your shower or wherever it is that you're, you're bathing is safe. Anti-slip grips. Maybe like handles on the side of things. Um, maybe like a stop or like, um, as I say, like a button that just like drains a bath or whatever or puts off something again, especially like in these other places where there's like saunas as well and things like that, um, steam rooms and all that. That's it. Um, I mean, something like that could have saved the lengths of Whitney Houston's life, right? Add your daughters. If you think about that, uh, I mean, it, it possibly could. Um, and I don't know, I'm not even going to mention who it was more recently, I'm not going to mention because uh, the family um, want privacy and I think there's a lot of people that just overstep that and, you know, but at the moment I, you know, will just not be saying the names of anyone just now, but someone had passed away recently and we don't know a similar, it was like a kind of heart thing again for people that have gone through these other kind of substance things as well and stuff like that and how it impacts them just to make sure I mean sometimes it's not even people that are doing anything like that some people aren't involved in any substance stuff and they really really need like our deep care and attention but um you know some of these people that have been through things like that you know again it's maybe been in like their family or their DNA as I say or in their they're being at some point, they're not just doing it on purpose. Um, and they really need help and support as well, therefore it's not their fault. But, um, you know, this could really save lives. <clears throat> I don't know what that person was doing at the time when this happened to them, mind you, but even just some sort of like button somewhere, something like that. Um, these features need to be thought about. That's what's coming up. Um, you know, I'm so thankful to God for all of this information all of these timely reminders and um, the ability to, to speak up about these things and, and be authentic about it and uh, that's, that's it.